So have you ever heard of Aristotle's final cause? Well, Aristotle's final clause claimed that everything created is created with a final purpose or a final cause in mind. But that's not all. It also, all things created have these purposes that happen along the way to getting to the final cause. So there's a ripple effect that's created by everything and anything we do or create. But we're going to be digging a little bit deeper and talking about really the philosophy of all this in just a second. So if you want to join the conversation and see how this might relate to your life and your work, stick around because we're coming right back with that. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Welcome, Waste Up Wardrobe Nation, to the first episode of the new year. And we are bringing you a new episode on something that's kind of philosophical. And I think that we're just going to nerd out a little bit on a little bit of philosophy, but this definitely relates to work and life. And I would love for Rick to come up here and, and say Happy New Year to everybody because I want to thank him in person um, and say Happy New Year, Rick. Happy New, New Year, Christine. Happy New Year to everybody. Yeah. Uh, we've got 124th episode today under our belt. That is amazing. You know, they, that uh, it's gone this this long and takes a lot of dedication and preparation and hard work and focus to uh, to be able to do that. So uh, congratulations with that achievement. Well, and thank you for being a part of it. And Susie Hickson is here. She's like she's saying Happy New Year. Thank you for chiming in, Susie. I bet you'll really like today's conversation um, because. Susie is a friend of mine, also a fellow and a colleague um, in the in law, and I think that this is going to be a fascinating topic. I want to thank everybody for being here. Thank you, Rick, for all the dedication you have demonstrated to the show, and for always being on brand with the Waste Up Wardrobe hat. <laughs> yeah, see, right there. <laughs> um, today we're going to be talking about Aristotle's final cause, and I was fascinated by this concept because I was sitting in a retreat one day and the speaker brought up the final cause and she, and she was like, what is the final cause? And she was explaining it. And I thought, wow, this is such an interesting idea and concept. You can relate this to so many things in life and business. Um, and really what it is, let me just start out by, by saying that Aristotle had this claim that everything that is created has a final cause, but that's not all. The first we have to talk about actually Aristotle's four causes before we talk about the final cause. And he had claimed that, you know, everything has a material cause, everything has a formal cause, an efficient cause, and finally a final cause. And I don't want to get too much in the weeds, but because I took the time to actually outline those four, I'm going to define them really quickly. And then we're going to really just focus on the final cause. So um, the material cause 
is what the thing is made of. So let's just take for an example, a table, right? So a table is built or created um, to ultimately maybe allow people to sit around the table and have a meal. That would be its final cause. Its material cause is what it's made of. So it's actually the wood that is being used to be repurposed to create this piece of furniture. And then there's the final cause. I'm sorry, excuse me, the formal cause. The formal cause is basically how it's designed, how it's put together, how it's arranged, the way the, the legs of this table look, um, and maybe the size of it. So all that is what he called the formal cause. And finally, before the final cause, there is the efficient cause. What or who made it? So the carpenter that built it, the people that uh, collaborated in creating the finish on it, all those people are the people that built it. They would be the efficient cause. And so this is so interesting to me because it actually relates to business in a lot of ways. We create so many things in our business. Uh, for instance, I have an offering that I create where I it's called the Jade Capsule Wardrobe. And the final cause of that is to build a wardrobe for somebody so that they can, you know, have these new clothes that they can wear. But the ripple effect of causes, the other purposes along the way are things like, they gain confidence when they have um, this wardrobe. They end up attracting their um, ideal client because they're showing up differently. So there's all these other purposes where the final cause might be to create a wardrobe that they can wear. There's other causes and purposes for it. That's where it gets very interesting when coming when it comes to business. So let's take a couple other examples just to clarify what the, the this final cause is or really all the four causes are. Like a bronze statue that is sculpted, right? The bronze, uh, the bronze statue is made from bronze. So that would be its, um, its uh, initial cause. That would be what they call the, um, I just lost track of my thoughts. Um, not the final cause, the formal cause. That would be its formal cause, right? It, um, it's made of bronze and its efficient cause is what it's made. It's um, is who made it right. The sculptor made it and it's um, it's a formal cause. So we formal cause, efficient cause. And I messed all those up. So <laughs> let's start from the beginning. The material cause is the bronze, right? It's made up of bronze. The formal cause is how it's arranged and the efficient cause is who made it. So for the bronze statutes, the bronze is the material cause, the formal cause is how it was designed, what it's gonna look like, and the efficient cause is who built it, the sculptor, right? And its final cause is maybe that it sits in a, an auditorium or a courtyard to enhance the aesthetics of it. Let's take this to kind of a different level. If the final cause of, you know, um, taking a walk or doing a run is to stay healthy and keep your cardiovascular health well, what could be the kind of the ripple effect of causes along the way, right? And I would say, you know, not only are, is the end result to be healthy and have a good cardiovascular um, health, but you are inspiring people along the way. You are getting more fit. You're getting aesthetically more trim. And there's so many other things along the way that maybe you don't even know the causes that you're creating when you are doing something like that, right? Um, so, so in the context of building something or doing an action or let's say studying, right? 
what is the final cause of studying? Well, maybe the final cause of studying is to pass the test, but the cause along the way is actually to learn the material, is to get better at something and really educate yourself. So I, I, I hope I'm clarifying exactly how that works. And Rick, I don't know if you have any other examples of that or what your thoughts are and if it really, if that's resonating or you understand what I'm, how I'm trying to explain. I didn't, I did goof and I messed up <laughs> my causes, but I think I, corrected myself <laughs> no i was following it was it was uh I, I thought you well explained it i mean it's a it's a different way of thinking of the purpose of what you're actually trying to accomplish and the and the mechanics along the way yeah 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 well and the interesting thing here is that it, it's it's such a it's kind of a deep idea right but i feel as though everything applies to it because we talked about, you know, like just sculpting a sculpture or creating a piece of furniture or studying or, you know, being, you know, running, right. Those ideas, there's a final result or purpose for doing something like that, but it's important not to forget all the other purposes because sometimes, and this is why I bring this up. Sometimes we're also focused on the final cause that if we don't get there, we feel like it was wasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me ask you a question yeah. now that we're talking about this. Yeah. What and and this is this would be a great example for the audience to help define the the final cause. But in, in your in your um in in your own words or your definition of of this discussion, what would you say is the final cause of this show? Very good question. <laughs> so that is such a good question because I was actually thinking about that as I was putting this presentation together. This you know, show together the show notes. Um, I was thinking it's so interesting to me because like when you do a show like this, you're sometimes the final cause or the main purpose is like to grow an audience, like a big, big audience that follows you and you increase your sphere of influence, which is certainly definitely a, a cause. Right. But what I found is that more than that, because that's maybe how I started out more than building the, the, um, I know Susie's like, dang, Rick, that was a good question. <laughs> uh, in building the show, I've created so much amazing content that not only do I educate myself, I have created, I, I mean, I get emails and texts all the time saying, oh my gosh, this show inspired me to do this. This show inspired me to do this. I never thought Waste Up Wardrobe would relate to mindset issues because we've had mindset ish, um, conversations, right? Um, the idea of the um, the tongue and cheek approach that we take entertains people. That is another, um, you know, um, added cause or purpose. And the fact that um, Waste Up Wardrobe is a catchy name. And what ended up happening is now people know me as Waste Up Wardrobe <laughs> and it actually has gotten me a lot of attention in that way in my business. So look at all these little causes along the way, even though I started out saying I want to build this giant sphere of influence, which I know there's so many people here that come and watch a show, but still like, you know, you when you, you have these aspirations to grow you know, millions of viewers, if that doesn't happen, that doesn't mean that this is not valuable, that it didn't have purposes. And, uh, and there are so many purposes. And Susie's like, I've learned so much from having a podcast. Absolutely, right? That is exact. I mean, the whole exercise of preparing for a podcast and um, 
getting ready for it, Rick. You know how how that goes. We've gone organized. We have a system. Um, having guests on. I mean, that has really been such a learning curve for me. How about you? Any thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, when I first started doing this five or six, yeah, six years, six years ago, we knew that I, I knew that we had to systematize it somehow, so it <clears throat> we could get into a rhythm. Um, to be able to produce something every week, right? And so yeah. if we had that framework together and the planning uh, well ahead of time, then it was much easier to stay on target and stay on 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 schedule to be able to do it once a week versus trying to come up with something, you know, last minute. And that that's always the challenge because you, you run into that, you run into the to to the point where it's like, okay, what I don't know what I'm going to talk about tomorrow, you know, yeah. or or in the next show, and then all of a sudden it hits you, but. Um, but for the most part, it's 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 uh, you know you and I have gotten to, into a, into a, a pretty good rhythm over the last you know 124 now episodes, yeah. and <clears throat> so we know what to expect with each other. It makes it it makes it um, easier to produce something as as easy and sometimes very complex as this show can get when you have guests and they're remote and you know all all, all the different variables of trying to do a, a, a live stream. But um, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, and the detail, sometimes I go into the detail a lot, a detail because I feel like I, I, I like to dig deep and just kind of really understanding it. Sometimes we just have to do a top level just to get that out to the masses. And then, you know, more inquiries come beyond that. And Susie's saying she calls it ancillary benefit byproducts. Yes, exactly. That is exactly what it is. And sometimes we don't even know the impact it could be having. It could be somebody that's silently watching that gets impacted that never really you know, expresses that they've been impacted by the show. But there's so many, um, like, ideas here and know so many examples. Like, for instance, I was, um, I was talking to somebody I was interviewing for a job. And uh, she, you know, I was telling her, you know, we're talking about this. And she said, well, I went and I went to that interview, but I kind of knew I wasn't going to get the job. But I did it for practice. So in this instance here, you know, you go to interview a job, the final cause is to get the job, right? But in that instance, it was for her to get practice. Mm -hmm. So you, that is a really great example of the difference between final cause and some cause along the way that is an experience or um, a lesson. Yeah, isn't that a great example of that? That is, and, and you go into it, <clears throat> in that situation, you go into it with a different mindset, not to not to actually get the job, right? But but to, to kind of work out all the kinks. Yeah. <laughs> for the time that you are actually interviewing for a job that you actually want, you know? Yeah. Um, so that, that's, that's an interesting mindset to go in like that. Um, you probably go in a little bit more relaxed mm -hmm. uh, because there's no expectation out of it other than just it's a practice session. Yeah. Or if you go into a job that you really, really want and you don't end up getting the job, but you go through this process and you realize I'm so much better. I'll be so much better for my next interview because mm -hmm. I've been through this process. So yeah. that, that's the learning experience, right? Mm -hmm. The other thing is I just think as high achievers and business owners and people who are go-getters, we forget that if we don't get to that final purpose, that final cause, that we haven't failed. You know, I think sometimes we, we're so hard on ourselves where we, if we didn't get to that actual final result that we intended when we started, that we failed, but we forget the lessons along the way. Um, and that's, I think that's why it's so important in business to kind of think about this concept that the only cause involved is not the final cause. Yeah. 
Of course, you want to be able to create an offering and sell it and somebody buy it and then benefit from it. But sometimes there are other, these byproducts, like Susie says, these ancillary byproducts are so valuable that you have to pay attention to as well. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. You know, and sometimes <clears throat> even the process that we're going through, you, 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 um, you end up offering things that you didn't intentionally mean to offer yeah. and, and people realize benefits that you didn't even think about, um, along the way. Like you said, I mean, there, these are, these are the byproducts of just going through the process and providing benefits in one way. And actually for another person, they see it in a totally different way that may change the way they think and change the way they do business. And so, you know, it's, it, it's the funny thing is this would have never happened if you never did this show. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so the, the other thing with the show, going back to your original question, which I think is such a great question, because I actually thought about that while I was preparing and um, is that it has stretched me so much from a creative standpoint, um, it stretches my imagination to think about a new show and how that would fold into waste up wardrobe. And it's actually gotten me so many more personal connections and relationships because I get I've gotten to meet guests that I would never have otherwise met. And we've collaborated. I mean, so there's an end result, right? Or at least a one of the results. So it's just so, so fascinating. Um, and it gives us opportunity to be speaking all the time, which is such an important thing for the work that I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, I mean, <clears throat> I listen to you um, now, right? Compared to when we first started the show. And, you know, you, you really didn't like to be in front of the camera. <laughs> Um, but then now that I hear, you know, these conferences that you go to, go to, and you have the opportunity to stand up in front of thousands of people, um, to share, you know, your, your, your journey and do these different types of things. It's like, I mean, who, who would have known it would have just starting waste up wardrobe would have got you that opportunity to do that or speak in, you know, or to speak internationally or speak, uh, um, yeah. in these different venues that you had the opportunity to speak in. So these are absolutely uh ancillary byproducts of you know what you started yeah it is quite incredible when you think about the sort of that spider effect that web that has been created and maybe it wasn't exactly the target of, of growing a giant audience it's just it's it's pretty fascinating um you know another great example is you know somebody get entering into some kind of a competition uh, like let's say a running competition for example and they their goal is to come in at the top three and so they train and train and train and train, and then it's a long, grueling journey, but they fall short of the top three. You know, if that was a final cause and that was the only cause, what a disappointment that could be. But think about all the training that went into that, all the mindset work, all the rigor and the endurance work that has made that person better. Um, those are all those little ancillary purposes and the ancillary byproducts of not necessarily getting to the, the the final cause but there's so many other benefits along the way so, so let me let me ask you this you probably have this in your wrap-up but i'm going to jump to it because yeah. <clears throat> we've been talking about um uh these these causes but for for 2023 and 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 you're speaking to uh, maybe a potential client or maybe you're coaching somebody what would you what would you suggest to them with this thought in mind of of 
of wrapping the idea of Aristotle's four causes. How how what would you say to them in in um, in preparation for the new year and how they should look at things that they do in their business? Yeah, I I guess part of it is I'm kind of happy you brought that question up because I was as I was gonna end the the show I was gonna tie this into my why to the why to the why exercise. I don't know if you predicted that, but when I think about final cause, that's a purpose, right? And I do a lot of work with clients when I'm helping with their brand about really exploring their why, not just a superficial why, which might be really like the final cause, but going deeper and finding out what the other ancillary causes are that really um, give that final byproduct. So when I'm talking to clients in that whole exercise of why are you doing this? What's the purpose? And digging deep into really what the visceral purpose is, this idea of a final cause will definitely tie in, right? What is your final purpose? What is the point of you offering this certain offering? And then kind of working back and helping them realize that even if, you know, they have a final cause in mind, if that one doesn't get achieved, there's all these other benefits that they can offer um, even if that final cause isn't achieved. Does that answer your question or did I miss the mark? It, 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 it did. Um, I guess I was looking for something deeper. <laughs> Cause you, than that? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> cause, okay. you tend to, cause, cause you tend to start shallow and then with a, a deep target in mind. So I was waiting for you to dive a little deep. deeper. <laughs> I mean, you know, the whole exercise of the why to the why to the why, that's a pretty deep, deep, conversation and totally relates his final cause. Don't you think, don't you see the tie-in? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So um, as I was sort of putting this whole talk together, putting my show notes together, I was kind of reflecting really on how Aristotle's final cause relates to the why work, the why of the, of the work that people do, why they do it. Um, and that the superficial why, like for me, for instance, dressing women in, in great wardrobe to make them feel great. So Susie said, Christine, I need to set up an appointment with you to work on my why cubed. Yes, we got to do that. We got to do that. Um, and with the hashtag, if you don't know if you're ready with this, uh, Rick, but the hashtag cause and shine. How about if we do that? And um, I gift that to you, Susie. So hashtag cause and shine. And whoever puts in that hashtag, cause and shine um we'll we'll get to get on a call and really dig into your why and really trying to find it but find out where it comes from your your actual real purpose the deep purpose for what it is that you do um so as i was reflecting on the aristotle's final cause and all the causes in between i really started seeing the connection <laughs> between um the why work and the final cause theory idea, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, and I thought, wow, this is so related to that. Like for me, again, building a wardrobe is sort of the final cause, but elevating every woman's confidence is sort of the deeper cause. And that's a byproduct of this and helping them show up in business so that they attract their ideal client. That's even deeper than that. And of course, I get that reward of serving these women because I really wanted to see women shine. Um, just having had a mom who sacrificed a lot and seeing her sacrifice, I really wanted her. 
I wanted to, as a tribute to her and women everywhere, create this place where I can really make them feel amazing. So the deeper why, all these causes that lead to simply creating a wardrobe that makes them feel great. So there's the, the connection there really. And with the hashtag cause and shine, we'll sit down and we'll talk about your why cubed as Susie termed it. So it's the why to the why to the why, why you do the work that you do, what's the deeper purpose and what has compelled you in your life to do that. And I will say again, and I've said this before, that when we are connected to our deepest why, that deep why, um, we can never fail in business because every time we have a bad day or something doesn't go the way we expected it, if we think back to why we've even started this work, we'll say to ourselves, well, we can't stop now, right? That is really the, the main purpose of the work and it keeps you going. So the waste up word of wrap up is that the main takeaway is, is that remember that even though you start everything or create anything with a final cause in mind, there are all these byproducts, these all these ripple effects along the way that are just as important as the final cause. So don't give up on something or lose hope about something if you don't actually get to the final cause, because you've created all these byproduct causes along the way. A tip to think about is really sit down and, and, and think about maybe something you've created and, and try and kind of explore what the final cause is and all the other causes that it creates. Because I think if you can do that with a lot of your offerings or anything you're trying to create, it will give you such motivation to know that you're on the right track. Um, a tool to use, of course, is always the show because I laid out the four causes of Aristotle and, and you know, and kind of we kind of did a little bit of a variation on it by talking about all the other causes and purposes along the way. Um, so we added um, some other causes before you get to the final cause. And finally, action item. You know, it's a new year and we have to always be efficient with our time. So focus on those things that are going to help you grow. Focus on the things that you know are helping people and think about what your final cause is. But don't forget that you have other causes that you are creating, other purposes that you're creating along the way. So there you have it, the Waste Up Order Weekly Wrap-Up. And we will be here again next week at 1130 with a new fresh show and Happy New Year. So we are really hitting the ground running and we have a lot of great guests lined up for the next quarter and a lot of great content and shows. So join us.